Welcome, YouTube creators, to the Tube Labs podcast, because you can't experiment enough or talk too much YouTube. Welcome to the Tube Labs podcast. I am your host, Rosh Sillers. It's so great to have you here, and I'm extremely excited because this is the 51st show. You know what that means? Next week is the 52nd show, which means one year. I have a full, complete season of podcasts on the Tube Labs podcast sharing YouTube ideas with you. And we're going to end the very first year of Tube Labs with a guest. And if you've listened to the show, it's somebody that I've mentioned relatively often on the show, but have never had on the show. Matt Gillen is going to be on the Tube Labs podcast. Why is that exciting? Because, well, I'm a big fan of his work. He has done a lot of work behind the scenes. And those who've been involved in the YouTube community and maybe go to the conferences certainly know of his work, of his papers. And he even has a YouTube channel that I was probably one of the first, I know I was, one of the first 500 subscribers. As soon as I heard of it, I was there. I was so excited. And I had the opportunity to meet him at VidSummit. And so I kind of knew about that time that I'd probably want to invite him on the show. And so I've been saving that invite and he graciously accepted. So next week, because he digs in deep in understanding of how YouTube works, how it ticks. And I think it's going to be a conversation that you'll want to hear if you are serious about growing your YouTube channel. This show, we're talking about the five T's of growing your YouTube channel. Now, there are many different elements to growing a YouTube channel, but these five are highly important and something that you should be thinking about when trying to drive traffic and get the clicks. And that was kind of a hint on one of them. One of them, easily, thumbnails. T, thumbnails. Well, there are five of them. That will be number two. But let's go down the list, and chances are, I, I want you to think about it. What could be four and five? I bet you can figure out the first three pretty easily. But it's four and five that I think a lot of people are not thinking about when they're talking about the big T's in developing your tube channel, YouTube channel, here on the Tube Labs podcast. Let's get into it. The first T is probably one of the more important T's, and that is topic. What are the topics? And topic can, can really go many directions because topics that lead from one video to another, which is something we often talk about, but topics that people are interested in. Do people care? Sometimes people will look at a channel, especially a how-to channel, even some of the YouTube some of the top YouTube creators, educators, people look at them and say, wow, you only have a few hundred thousand subscribers, which I am not one of them. But, you know, they they have been around for a long time. They have multiple or even a hundred thousand subscribers and are highly respected. And some people come up to them and say, and I think it was Tim Schmoyer that said something like this the other day, you know, people come up to him and say, well, you only have 500,000 subscribers. I thought you were this big time YouTube guru. And the fact is, there are only so many people who are interested in developing a YouTube channel and even interested at a 
specific period of time, I'm sure many of those subscribers are hollow, not hollow having anything to do with Tim or any of the other YouTube uh, channels, you know, Daryl Eves and even uh, Nick Nemen. I mean, they have some hollow subscribers, people who were interested at one time in the topic, but have given up. And that happens a lot. You might even think about every three to six months, you have a whole new crew of people trying to grow their YouTube channels. And maybe there's a few left over from months and years past. But you need to think about that when it comes to your channel and your growth. How large is your audience? And what are those topics that will satisfy that audience? So not everybody has millions and tens of thousands of subscribers. It all depends on the topic and where you focus. But if you're going to get people's attention, it's really important to focus in on a topic that the viewer will care about and then another topic that that same viewer or group of viewers within a specific niche or genre will care about next. The next T is thumbnail. Like I said, that's number two. Why thumbnail and not the third one that you probably know what it is, but I'll tell you what it is in a moment. But thumbnail is the first thing that people see. Now, if they're searching for a specific topic in YouTube search, maybe they'll see the other thing. But generally, what gets our attention is the thumbnail. This means Your thumbnail can't be an afterthought. You work really hard on your video and then maybe you spend some time on the title or maybe you did it right and you started with the title and then created the video, but still the thumbnail was an afterthought. Let's just get it up there. Really, it's important. I just did an A-B test with a thumbnail and I'm starting to do more and more A-B tests and I'm using the TubeBuddy because I've given up on YouTube giving us one. An A-B testing tool allowing us to test different thumbnails. An A-B test means you have an original and then you test against another version of that thumbnail. And you can do this with headlines and descriptions and so forth. And so... TubeBuddy will put one out for a while and then the other thumbnail out for a while. And you can see which one gets the best click-through rate. And I just did that recently and the difference was huge. One got a 3% click-through rate and the other one a 7.6 click-through rate. That means I'm going to drive a lot more people to that video if I use one thumbnail over the other. And when we're talking about the velocity and kicking off a video, it's important to understand which types of thumbnails are working best to drive that traffic. Get the attention of people who are seeing your video among many other videos on their homepage. These are videos that they have seen similar videos of or from creators they've watched videos from. And so you're competing with other topics or similar topics that they have viewed before. And you wanna get their attention so they click the next one that you publish. It's so important. And even in search, even if you're in the top 10, maybe the top five, You can get the click a lot faster if you have a great thumbnail that sticks out from the top search results. So you should look and see what are the top search results and figure out what kind of thumbnail can you create 
that would stick out and separate you. And that would most likely earn the click and eventually put you near the top, if not at the top of those search results. The third T is title. And you probably knew that. It's very important for the title to also capture the attention, but it's also a good SEO element if you want to play the SEO game as it relates to your YouTube videos. I'll get into that in a moment, but one thing for sure is that your title and your thumbnail must work together. Now, they don't necessarily need to say the same thing. The, the thumbnail can be more visual, the visual portion of how you're going to bring that viewer in. The title is more informational, but it also needs to capture their imagination. It needs to capture the essence of what it is that they are looking for or what appeals to them. That's why it's important to look at different ways in which people are titling their YouTube videos, but also look at newspaper or magazine headlines or viral anything, something that is getting people's attention. Now, there's one thing you need to make note of, though. You know, when you're early in the game, you need to be a little bit more literal about your titles. Once you have a large following, you could probably just say, hey, look at this, you know, check this out and people will click. But if, if you're early in the game, you don't have the following of people who will automatically check out something that you're interested in. So you need to be much more specific and have solid nouns and things that people are looking for. And that's where you get into the SEO, search engine optimization or YouTube optimization. YouTube is looking for those keywords as well as people. People are also looking for those keywords. So in the beginning, especially, YouTube counts on those keywords in your title as well as your description. And believe it or not, despite all the rumors, tags too, but at a lesser level and probably for not as long. And that may be true for everything. Eventually, YouTube can kind of figure out who the viewer is that will like that video despite whatever you have in the headline or in the thumbnail or in the description or tags, because YouTube is out to find the right viewer for that video. And honestly, all those other things don't matter, but it does matter to humans. So when someone is searching for how to vlog, they probably want to see how to vlog in the title. So it's probably more for humans in the title than it is for the search engines, especially later on. But in the beginning, it really is important because YouTube is trying to get all the data points it can to figure out what that video is all about to put it in front of those right people. So headlines are important. The You want to use, you know, Think about the old BuzzFeed ways of creating headlines. That can be very effective, but it is a talent. It does take practice to create great headlines. I was just working with some of my mastermind partners and we were coming up with new titles and headlines for a future YouTube video because there was a really interesting topic that came up with one of the YouTubers and we we're just all working together because we know how important it is to come up with a really good title. You could have an amazing video. However, if you don't have a great thumbnail and a great title, Sometimes it doesn't even, doesn't even matter how great the topic is. If people are not clicking on it, well, then YouTube is just not going to give it 
more opportunity to get in front of different audiences and for it to be successful. Okay, number four of the five T's for you to consider when developing your YouTube videos and channel, and that is T for trends. Looking for trends. Remember, it's important to have traffic and an audience. And if you can find good trends, especially within your niche, that will really help drive that traffic. Remember, if there is a topic that is hot right now, and there are not a lot of videos, especially in the beginning, but maybe you see it trending elsewhere and you notice, oh, wow, there's not much on YouTube. That can be an opportunity because chances are people will be looking on YouTube for that topic. And if you can get ahead of a trend like that, even the middle of a trend can be okay. A trend could be early in the game or even a little bit later. Yes, trends eventually wear out, but trends can help drive traffic from people that may be interested in your content, but have never heard of you before. Because if there are not enough videos to satisfy the thirst for people who are interested in a specific topic, YouTube is going to look as deep as it can to find the right videos. And sometimes it's the smaller channels that have those additional videos. And that is how a small YouTuber quite often will blow up because they have the right video to share and there's a trending topic that they latch onto. So it really is important. And of course that leads to number five, the fifth T and that is timing. Timing is important in a lot of areas. Timing is important with trends, getting ahead of a trend, but it could also be in terms of your YouTube channel because maybe it is time for your channel. There are enough people who are interested in what you have to offer. Quite often, it is good timing. It's great timing that helps early small YouTubers become big YouTubers because they were there at the right time when the audience was ready for them. And there's also bad timing too. You may have a great idea for a channel, but unfortunately, well, that audience hasn't developed yet and you'll have to be patient for that audience to develop. Or maybe the time has come and gone. And that was a hot topic a few years ago, but today, you know, the tastes of people watching YouTube may have evolved and are different today. Timing plays a role in many different areas, including when you upload your video. YouTube recently released a graph that shows you when your audience is online, and you should take a look at it under audiences in YouTube studio. We talked about it, I think, a podcast or two ago. And it's important to take a look. It doesn't mean that is the exact time for you to release the video, but maybe a little bit before that time, or just find out the best times. We talk about consistency and if consistency is important. And I say consistency is just as important for you as it is the viewer, if not more important sometimes. But that consistency can also be part of that time calculation. And understanding when your audience is looking for your videos, that can help view velocity. See, a lot of the things that we do that can help us time and be strategic about when we upload and publish a video, you know, if you get double the views because you publish on a Tuesday at one, that video has a better chance of being more successful 
than if you released it at 7 a.m. on Monday. It may not have the right timing to be successful. So there you have it, the five T's of YouTube to grow your YouTube channel. It is your topic. It is your thumbnail, your title, trends, and timing. If you work with those five T's, you will, you'll be ahead of many, and it really will give you a leg up in terms of growing your YouTube channel. There are so many different things that you can do when it comes to YouTube. Obviously, the most important thing is the, well, V, the video. That doesn't fit into the five T's. It's not the sixth T, but it's probably the most important thing. Well, the two V's. Okay, so we have five T's and two V's. The two V's. Well, the video obviously is really important. People need to watch that video, but the most important V obviously is the viewer because that is what YouTube follows. That is where YouTube is going to determine if your video is worthy to show that person. If, they, if YouTube thinks that that viewer is going to click and watch your video, and if the algorithms, depending on which algorithm, I mean, there are multiple algorithms. It's not just one algorithm, which is good in some cases and okay in others. But I think it's good when one algorithm is getting trashed and another one is doing okay because people are clicking on your video. So that's why sometimes one video does really well in search, but not in suggested, or maybe really well in suggested, but not in search because of the way it is presented to the right viewer and YouTube understands who wants to see that video. And sometimes again, it's based on search and other times it's based on the interest of that viewer. A lot of times it's based off of the interest of that viewer and they're gonna continue to strive to show the right videos to the right people because if they can do that, if they can do that, if YouTube can do that and keep people on YouTube longer, well, of course, they make more money and they have satisfied viewers. And when they have satisfied viewers, YouTube wins. And of course, you win too when you satisfy those viewers. But you have to get them to you. And that's why having those first three topics, titles, and thumbnails are so darn important. And sometimes you may think it's unfair. You'll see a video that is like yours, and yours may be better. You have a better video. But the thing is, they have a better title. They have the same topic, maybe, but their thumbnail sticks out and people see it. Or it's the combination of that thumbnail and that title. And it gets people's attention in a way that maybe yours does not or others do not. So you might be amazed what happens if you start to test those thumbnails. And if a title seems a little boring, maybe change some of those. Now, there are a couple of philosophies when it comes to updating all this stuff. There are many YouTube educators, and I think they have a really good point when they say, focus on the next video. Take what you've learned and make adjustments. Daryl Eves is doing his 30-day challenge, and he's talking about that. And if you're interested, uh, Daryl Eves is an excellent educator, and he has a 30-day challenge and sharing a lot of really good information. I'm not going to share everything he's sharing there here because that's his thing. 
However, if you're interested in what he has to say, he is certainly a guy with a lot of silver and gold play buttons to his name. So he's certainly worth worth listening to when he says that he right now is trying to give his YouTube channel a boost again. He he says that it's going down because he's been neglecting it. And he's showing us what he is doing to resurrect that channel. And if you have a channel that you're just starting or need to resurrect or give a good kick to get going again, well, then certainly consider checking out his 30-day challenge. And you can find that. Just go to Daryl Eve's YouTube channel and there'll be some information there for you. Back to your thumbnails and updating your thumbnails and titles and so forth. As I mentioned, many YouTube educators will say, well, just focus on your next video. Take what you've learned. And that's how we got into that Daryl Eves uh, tangent. But, you know, there are also YouTube educators that would suggest that it might be worth taking some of your videos that may have a little life in them. Maybe they're getting a few views a day. If you have a video that's doing really well, don't touch it. Just let let it work. But if you have a video that gets one, two, 10 views a day and or just a smaller percentage of your average, because there are videos that are just dead and they're not going to go anywhere, leave them alone. But there are some you may be able to boost over time because you're getting some traffic. YouTube is trying to show those videos, but they're just not getting the clicks. So maybe you can test and try a different thumbnail, maybe make the title a little more exciting. And if you do that to enough of those videos, well, then you're probably going to get some more traffic. And by adding that traffic, you see, it all compounds. If you get more traffic, let's say you have 10 videos and they bring in a hundred views a month and you increase the traffic by adjusting those videos with better titles and thumbnails. If you can increase the traffic by 50 or even 100%, double the traffic, maybe it's just a few of them that provide most of that extra traffic because it really caught on, but then that's double the number of suggested videos, more opportunity for people to watch more of your videos. So it all compounds. And going through your library and updating can be really beneficial. So I think when it comes down to it, if you only have so much time, it's probably better to focus that time and energy on your next video. However, if you do have extra time on your hands, well, then maybe take advantage of that opportunity if it doesn't affect your video making and improve those old titles and thumbnails. And that can help boost your channel overall. I used to have a spreadsheet and I would pay attention to this with all of my older videos. I would take a look at the older videos, see if they had some traffic and then update the thumbnail and see if I ended up getting even more traffic. And there were cases where it made a really big difference. And there were cases in which it didn't make any difference at all. And quite honestly, during those times, I didn't have the full version of TubeBuddy, so I couldn't do the A-B testing. And that's, you need the paid subscription version of TubeBuddy to do that A-B testing, but it can be really beneficial if you're serious about growing your channel, especially if you have a large catalog that has not been touched in a while. And again, you know, I'll really only fix the ones that have a little bit of traffic and have some potential. And remember, 
those last two T's, timing and trends. You know, some of those videos may be past their time and maybe the trend that they're on is going down. It just may not be worth updating those old videos, but maybe a video's time has come. Maybe there is a topic that is perfect for today, but it's not getting much traffic. But maybe, just maybe, if you give it a better headline and a better thumbnail, you could give it new life because it is the right time and there is a trend for that YouTube video. So think about it that way. There are so many ways to approach your YouTube channel and so many things to know and learn. And I'm so excited for our show next week, number 52, as we finish out this year, this season of the Tube Labs podcast. If you're interested, we're hosted at thetubeblog.com. And if you really want to dig in deep with us next week, join us when we have our one-year guest, Matt Geelan of Little Monster Media. We'll talk to you next time. The Tube Labs podcast is hosted at thetubeblog.com. If you find the Tube Labs podcast valuable, don't forget to rate and review it. You may connect with Rosh on Twitter at Rosh Sillers.